Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in. Sure do appreciate y'all joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have other things you could be doing, and so I'm grateful that you are here spending some of it with me. Whether you're in the process of doing laundry or dishes or cleaning or cutting firewood or driving up and down the road, working on cars, conference period, lunch, whatever it is, I'm glad that you're here. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and tell others about it, thank you so much. Hmm. I am incredibly grateful that y'all tell others about it. I hope that they enjoy it and don't look at you like you're crazy for telling them about it. And I'm glad that y'all come back. Homestead, maybe going to get a little rain. Maybe. Definitely have some colder weather coming theoretically in the forecast, which means we need to make sure that we get firewood up, etc., etc. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the people that listen to and share this podcast. Be with them. Bless them. God, I'm surrounding with your angels. Protect them from evil of any kind. Be with our nation, Lord. Be with those who guide us, those who lead us. Give them wisdom and courage and a strong faith. Thank you for all those who have gone before us, our national heroes and our local heroes, those people in our own families that we know about that others don't, those people who have set an example for us to follow not only in serving our nation, but more importantly, who have set an example for us in their faith in you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ. Be with us, Lord. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Strengthen our faith again. Guide my words here, please, Father. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. Not sure you can hear it. Our new rooster has definitely, the teenage rooster has definitely developed their cock-a-doodle-doo. And unlike the other roosters who are a little bit more mature and uh, polite and they keep their crowing out away from the house our teenage rooster likes to come right up next to the doors and crow i mean literally he'll he'll walk up to doors look at the door and crow i have no idea why I have not seen this action 
before. <laughs> so if you hear the rooster in the background, I'm not outside with them. He has just decided to come right next to the house and crow. We're going to get to this back to this quote by Jedediah Morse, father of Samuel Morse, inventor of Morse code. To the kindly influence of Christianity, we owe that degree of civil freedom and political and social happiness which mankind now enjoy. In proportion, as the genuine effects of Christianity are diminished in any nation, in the same proportion will the people of that nation recede from the blessings of genuine freedom and approximate the miseries of complete despotism. I hold this to be a truth confirmed by experience. If so, it follows that all efforts made to destroy the foundations of our holy religion ultimately tend to the subversion also of our political freedom and happiness. Whenever the pillars of Christianity shall be overthrown, our present republican forms of government and all the blessings which flow from them must fall with them. That rooster is very humbling. I'm not sure how much y'all can hear it. But uh, it's kind of like being a teacher. If you've ever been a teacher in a classroom and you have this lesson, just, man, you think it's just going to be great. And you get to this really important part and it's it's serious and somber. You Man, I'm going to make some connections here with these students. This is a big deal. It's so important. <laughs> I, I wish I hope y'all can hear the rooster a little bit and right when you're making that port you know that really the, the highlight point the climax of your point some kid cracks a joke in the corner or depending on what age level you're teaching burps or snorts or laughs or something and the whole classroom just dissolves and you realize that nobody was really paying attention to you any, anyway Nobody thinks that this point is as important as you do. And they're just watching the paint dry until they get to leave that day. <laughs> Which you can make a whole series of arguments about that as far as education today. But those of y'all that have been teachers, oh geez, maybe those of y'all that have just been parents, you understand that concept. And it just makes you just grit your teeth. At any rate, this is a great quote. I think there's a couple sentences in here that you could, this is certainly parts of this are a quote that we could add to the daily podcast. In proportion as the genuine effects of Christianity are diminished in any nation, in the same proportion will the people of that nation recede from the blessings of genuine freedom and approximate the misery of complete despotism. So the more, the farther we get away from God and Jesus Christ, the closer we're going to get to despotism. Do you not see that today in the country? Do you not see that even at smaller levels in your community? 
looking at certain families? Do you not see it within your own family, perhaps, and your own relatives? The farther we get away from God and Jesus Christ, the more chaos and cruelty enter our lives. It's, it's true on a personal level. It's true on a national level. It ties in really well with the sermons that we were talking about a couple days ago. We get into these situations without talking to God. And then when stuff really hits the fan, when everything's not going good, then we want to go talk to God. We don't spend time in His Word. We don't spend time listening to these people that have gone before us. You know, you can make a lot of really good arguments about prearranged marriages and kids having to truly have the blessing of the parents in order to get married. Not not the way a lot of us do it today where we ask and it's kind of a foregone conclusion, but really the point when you went to ask your parents whether you could get married or not and if they said yes, then you could, and if they said no, then, then you couldn't. You can definitely see some pitfalls there. Easy. It's not hard to imagine those. But you can also see in the same way that we look at our relationship with with God on an individual basis, you, you can see some positives there. Because those people that have come before us, whether we're talking about like this quote from Morse, or we're talking about our parents trying to guide us and who we marry or what friends we have or what job we take. Those people know more than we do. Typically. Not always. I know some of y'all out there folks have had some horrible parents. Uh, so. But typically, those people that have come before us, they know a lot more than we do. They've seen a lot of things that we haven't seen yet. And we'll see them as we mature, but, but right now, when we're younger, less experienced, we need to listen to them. And you can just see the positive potential there when you're talking about marriage again. I just, it strikes me, you know, Morris here is at the very beginning of our nation. He was a preeminent figure in education and extremely involved politically in the founding of our nation. And just as with so many other quotes, he's telling us, if you go away from God and Jesus Christ, you're going to go toward slavery and despotism. And, and we see it in the world around us. We talk about it so often. You don't have freedom in places like Iran and China and North Korea that have gone toward that secularism or toward a false religion. There's no freedom there. You don't have liberty in those places. That's a joke. And so we can see it today. We just don't pay attention. 
And then we can go back and we can read quotes by these people, but we're not paying attention to them either. You know, what does he say down here? He said, whenever the pillars of Christianity shall be overthrown, our present Republican forms of government and all the blessings which flow from them must fall with them. If we get rid of Jesus Christ, which the left has been doing for almost a century now really well, they've been executing their game plan extremely well, going all the way back to the Supreme Court decision of separation of church and state in 1947. Kicking God out of education, kicking God out of our institutions, military, law enforcement, firefighters, across the board, kicking God out of culture, movies, TV, radio, songs, shows, books. If you get rid of Christianity, then the Republican form of government is gone. It's going to fall with them. And that's what we see today. We don't have a democracy, folks, or we weren't built that way. We were founded as a republic. But the farther we go away from Christianity, the less able we are to have a republic. And there goes liberty. You know, and it goes back to the New Testament verse about where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, there's freedom. And it's true. And our founders knew it, those that came before. You know, I, I can't help... I know I can hear my father a little bit in the back of my head talking about beating a dead horse, but we're not. The horse is very much still alive and kicking. I say that often on the show. If the horse were dead, then there would be some dramatic changes going on throughout the country. And I know a lot of y'all that listen to podcasts regularly, you know this. And you're just as frustrated as I am. But I have to keep talking about it because when we get new people that listen to podcasts, Right? This is the whole point. This is the whole point. When we go away from God and Jesus Christ, we lose America. We lose our republic. You cannot have true liberty without God and Jesus Christ at the center of not only individual lives, but political institutions. Definitely great quote. That ought to be one that we add to the everyday list, at least parts of it. John Adams, second president, right? Who composed that army of fine young fellows that was then before my eyes? They were, among them, Roman Catholics, English Episcopalians, Scotch and American Presbyterians, Methodists, Moravians, Moravians, Anabaptists, German Lutherans, German Calvinists, Universalists, Arians, Presleyans, Socians, Independents, Congregationalists, House Protestants, and House and Horse Protestants, Deists and Atheists, and Protestants in Latin or French, which I'm not going to try. Well, I'll try and say it just so y'all can laugh. Yep, there you go. Very few, however, of several of these species. Nevertheless, all educated in the general principles of Christianity. 
the general principles on which the fathers achieved independence were the general principles of Christianity. Now I will avow and then that I then believed and now believe that those general principles of Christianity are as eternal and immutable as the existence and attributes of God. I know I butchered that quote, folks, and I'm sorry. That's my uh, my own failing, <laughs> not the quotes. The point here that Adams, the, really the key point to me is all of these different groups, and there were a number of different groups, not many of some, but they were all educated in the basic principles of Christianity. You know, you start with Jesus Christ's greatest two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might and strength, right? And love your neighbor as yourself. You go to the Sermon on the Mount, which FDR or Truman or both talked about was the basis for our nation's laws. You go to just a number of his different parables. Seek the kingdom of God first. Ask, seek, knock, be prepared. Uh, just, I mean, these people knew the teachings of Christ. And that those principles were the ones which, which the fathers achieved independence. Even if they didn't believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they knew that that was the only way that we were going to have freedom and liberty. It was the only way. You, you weren't, you, you're never going to achieve, and the farther we go away from Christianity and we start to lose our liberties and lose our republic, you see this, there's no other faith ideology that you could build this country, this freedom upon. Which ought to, by the way, folks, if you are sitting on the fence, or if you're already on the opposite side of the fence of accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you consider yourself a logical being, think about that for just a minute. Just that one aspect. Look around the world. Realize that atheism can't, Islam can't, Buddhism, Hinduism, they can't, general deism, it can't. Nothing else save the principles of Christ could produce a form of government, a society with freedom and liberty. Shouldn't that be a piece of evidence? Give you just a little bit of pause to think, man, maybe, maybe that's true. If the only basis for freedom and liberty, the only successful nation throughout all of Earth's history has ever been based upon the principles of Jesus Christ, isn't that just a little bit of evidence and the validity and the truth 
of the gospel? I've heard a number of speakers, really some pretty prominent ones. Uh, one in particular I'm thinking of right now is a Jewish man that just loves America. You can tell by his actions. And I've heard him speak on why, why he doesn't believe Christianity, why he remains Jewish, and yet, and yet he admits openly that Christianity is the only way we could have America. Isn't that just a little bit of reason to kind of look to Jesus Christ? Just a thought, folks. I didn't get through with all this, but pretty good quote by John Adams. God bless you all, your families, your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to you all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.